0: Good morning. It's Mile High Magazine. Murphy Houston here. Happy Sunday morning. Hope all is going well during these holidays with the family. Got like a special couple of guests with me today. Uh, Bridget Dominoginey of Director of Development and Communications for the K9 Partners of the Rockies. Bridget, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good. Happy holidays. Thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine.
1: Oh, thanks
0: for having us. And uh, one of your friends here uh, is joining us. Allie Butler, Child Life Specialist at Colorado Children's Hospital is with us. Allie, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks.
0: Happy holidays to you. So we got ourselves a little holiday gathering, but I'm very excited about this conversation we're going to have because I love what uh, the canine partners of the Rockies do. So let's start with you, Bridget. Talk about that uh, because people might not know what you do with the canine partners of the Rockies.
1: Sure. So we are a local service dog training nonprofit. So we raise, train, and place uh, service dogs here in Colorado. And uh, what makes us unique is that we we follow up with that placement w- for the lifetime of, of the partnership. So we help with training all throughout the partnership's uh, lifetime. So as long as the dog is with that person, we help with training, and we're committed to that partnership.
0: So when the dog gets with their partner, the training continues. It just doesn't end there.
1: Right. A lot of times, so we, we primarily focus on mobility uh, clients. So a lot of our clients are in wheelchairs. And a lot of times their medical needs will change as far as what they need from one of our dogs. So when that happens, we go back in and we can do some retraining. Uh, we can kind of update uh, and work with the dog and the partner uh, to make sure that it's still a, a valuable uh, partnership.
0: What kind of dogs do you use? Does it matter? And how do you pick?
1: Yeah, so we use uh, Labrador retrievers and Golden Golden retrievers, or a mix of the two. And so we're part of a breeding cooperative, so we get puppies from all over the country uh, from different service dog organizations. And uh, they're, they're purpose-bred pups is what we call them. So they're bred specifically for good temperament and good health. And that's just to ensure that when we place a dog with, with one of our clients, that that dog is going to live a long, happy, healthy life. We don't want to place a dog with somebody and then, you know, it, it something goes wrong in, in three to four years. We want to make sure that we're, we're placing dogs that – are of good temperament and good health every time we make a placement
0: and that's why you pick retrievers are they bred for that we've had retrievers at my house and they seem pretty smart pretty laid back i love them
1: yeah yeah their their temperament is is really great they're eager to please eager to learn and uh they're they're we feel like they're one of the easiest dogs to to train and again their their temperament is just is wonderful they're um they get very attached to their their owners, and that's you know that's what we like. We want it to be a solid uh, bonded pair when we place these dogs, and we find that, that Labrador Retrievers and Golden Retrievers are are the best for that.
0: Well, how is uh, a Canine Partners of the Rockies different from other service dog schools? Because I know there's other ones out there.
1: Yeah, so we we place only in Colorado, and uh, the reason for that is that we we like to think that we are. Um, a family with all of our clients and so we can we can maintain our partnership with with the client dog uh partnership as long as as long as the dog is around so if if medical needs change if dog training needs change we can go back in and we can we can help with that and uh you know if if we were placing dogs all over the country that would be a little bit more difficult so i think um you know we we are growing and and we hope to continue to grow but we do want to maintain that feeling that we um we really support our our dog client partnerships throughout the lifetime of the dog
0: well, that's great now Allie over at uh, Allie Butler childlife Life Specialist at Colorado Children's Hospital I spend some time over there doing stuff a great facility tell me what does K9 Partners of the Rockies do for you guys over there
2: Oh, my gosh. They have been such a blessing. I am so excited for this partnership um, here at Children's Hospital Colorado. Um, We were matched with um, our dog, Kit, and we did a team training. And when team training ended, we graduated. I was like, I don't want to leave. They they really do (laughs) feel like family. Um, It was they are incredible to work with. They have been so supportive um, of us and as handlers, myself and Carmen, Kit Secondary. Um, we have been able to ask any questions that we have, <laughs> troubleshoot anything with you know, getting Kit acclimated to her new workspace. It has been such, such an honor to work with them. I am so grateful for them.
0: So where do you use Kit? What part of a children's hospital?
2: So Kit is our first full-time designated to our Pediatric metal, our Mental Health Institute um, facility dog. So she works with all of our patients throughout the whole Mental Health Institute.
0: Well, that's keeps uh, Kit pretty busy. What does Kit do? Is it just kind of be a pal? There's got to be more training than that, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she works alongside myself, who's a child life specialist, and Carmen, who is a yoga therapist. And she creates normalcy. She provides calm, comfort, motivation for kids to get up each day and play. Uh, I work alongside her each day and I'm still in awe of the magic that she provides to our kids. She has the ability to walk into a space and provide completely non-judgmental support to our patients. She also provides patients with comfort through physical touch This is huge. Patients are able to give Kit hugs. Kit can lay across their laps providing that deep pressure, which can help patients feel more grounded, uh, can also help patients navigate a variety of big feelings, anxiety, restlessness, loneliness so many more. Uh, It's something that can be so important for our patients, especially those who might be here for an extended amount of time for treatment. Kit helps remind them that they're loved, that they're safe here, and they are worthy of receiving help. She is their pal, but being reminded you have someone in your corner can make all the difference in your
0: treatment. Oh, I would think so. Absolutely. And dogs are special. I'm like all dogs, but retrievers are really special. Now, does Kit stay at the hospital at all times, Allie?
2: No, she comes to work Monday through Friday with myself, and she goes home on nights and weekends. She's a regular dog, takes her working vest off. She loves a squeaky toy and will uh, take any moment to play. She's a really goofy girl and um, goes on weekend adventures. She loves to hike and be outside. She loves to watch squirrels, just like any other dog.
0: (laughs) She's oh got my. the
2: best of both worlds, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, Bridget, that's got to make you feel kind of proud, huh?
2: It
1: does. Yeah, we're we're so happy to have partnered with Children's Hospital for Kit's placement, and we love seeing how she's doing and hearing, you know, the the good life that she's living over there.
0: So, how does that training process work? Explain that for the dogs over there at the K Nine Partners of the Rockies. Is it different for each dog, depending what the purpose might be, or is it basically all the same?
1: Well, so they all they all start out in pretty much the same way. We have volunteer puppy raisers that take on uh, raising and socializing these puppies starting at about 8 to 10 weeks. And uh, the puppy raiser usually keeps those puppies until they're a year to a year and a half old. And then they're moved into what's called advanced training. And the advanced training is where things may differ as far as, you know, where we think the dog may be best placed. Um, so if we're looking at placing the dog as a facility dog, like Kit is for Children's Hospital, uh, her advanced training may look a little bit different than, than you know, a dog being trained for mobility. Our dogs that are trained for mobility are trained to turn on lights, open doors, uh, open cabinets, um, retrieve keys, cell phones, wallets. Uh, some of our dogs have even been trained to do laundry, if that's what their handler needs to help with.
0: You're kidding.
1: Laundry? I am not. Yeah, it's, it's pretty great what you can, you know, the behaviors that you can shape when you're training these dogs. Um, and that's, you know, another thing that, that we think makes us stand out as, as a service dog training nonprofit is that we make a custom match. Wow. So we don't just put our clients on a list and say, you know, this dog's up next and this person's up next. We say this dog is best at doing this and we feel like that would be the best fit for this person. Wow. That's so amazing. It, once they get into that, yeah, we yeah. we're really proud of that process. And so once they're through that advanced training, then we uh, we do what's called a match day and we have the client come in and kinda meet a couple of a couple of dogs and see who is is really the best fit and from there then we actually customize that dog for that person. So Uh, with Kit, once we knew that she was going to be placed with children's hospital, we had Allie and Carmen come in and then we did a lot of training in the hospital. So, um, having the dog in the rooms, um, around all of that medical equipment was, was really important for that process. Wow. So, um, it's, it's an extensive training process It it usually takes at least two years. So our, our puppy raisers are, are very involved in the lives of, of these dogs.
0: Wow, my wife can't get me to do the laundry. I can't imagine trying to, get, <laughs> trying to
1: get a dog to do that. That's the nice. That's the nice thing about these dogs, though. They they love to work and they love to please. And so, if if you can shape that behavior, they're generally pretty happy to do it.
0: Well, you guys are a nonprofit. Where, where do you get your funding for all this great work? Because you said it's got to be kind of expensive.
1: It is. We we do get some of our funding from grants, but a lot of it is is from private donors and and uh, local businesses that like to sponsor.
0: So, if people want to get involved, you must have a website.
1: We do. It's uh, c p o t r K nine Partners of the Rockies org. If people want to to get involved with volunteering, we're always looking for volunteer puppy raisers um, or puppy sitters, even. So, if you can't commit to raising a puppy for a year and a half, we'd love to have you as a puppy sitter. Our puppy raisers often go out of town for the weekends or for a week in the summer, and so we need somebody who wants to step in and just and have a puppy for a weekend or for a week. And so uh, we're always looking for those puppy raiser, puppy sitter volunteers. And uh, if you can't have a dog, we're, we're always looking for event volunteers as well. We do a couple of big fundraisers each year. And it's nice to have people that want to come in and help plan that stuff as well.
0: So if somebody out there wants a dog like a kit, how do they get into that process?
1: Sure. So we have we have the process all uh, kind of laid out on our website and the applications right on our website as well. So it, it'll list what we place dogs for, what we don't place dogs for and uh the the requirements, you know what people need to expect when they're when they're thinking about getting a service dog. all of that's right there on the website. and we encourage anybody that's even you know a little bit interested to fill out uh, fill out that application and then one of our one of our staff members from our client services team will will contact them and and we can talk about if it's a good fit.
0: So Allie, back to you over there at uh, Colorado Children's Hospital. What kind of reaction have you seen so far with the patients that are being having kit with them or other? dogs like that from the canine partners of the Rockies. It's got to be pretty cool.
2: Uh, It is the coolest. Last week we had our facility dog holiday party where patients and families could come. They could visit with all five of our facility dogs, take photo booth photos with the dogs. There were snacks, crafts but for me my favorite part was seeing patients in our mental health institute just beaming they couldn't wait to let any and adult any and all adult know that that's kit she's our dog and they yeah. point over to kit they grab their hand walk them over to kit and be like this is kit and just the way their faces were just glowing with pride and empowerment over the space that they're receiving treatment the pediatric mental health institute <laughs> That will always make me tear up some, to hear patients proudly taking ownership of a space, helping them with their mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Kit helps combat that stigma. Society's placed on mental health. She creates this welcoming, warm environment alongside our staff and patients, and it simply just means the world to me.
0: Well, it sounds like it. That's a great feeling to have. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to Bridget. And uh, Bridget, I got a little time left here. How do you train these dogs to know the difference between I'm on duty here at Children's Hospital or I'm going to go play in my friend's backyard?
1: Sure. So the the biggest way that the dogs know that they're working is, is they wear a vest. And so when that vest is on, they know that they need to be acting appropriately and, and paying attention and, and working. And when that vest is off, they get a chance to to be a real dog, to play with squeaky toys and, and all of that stuff. Oh, um one of the things that that people say to us a lot is that they feel bad for working dogs because they see that they're always calm and so well behaved and they don't get to be real dogs. But, you know, working with these dogs, you know that that's not true. They're just as silly and snuggly and um, energetic as any other dog their age. Uh, They just know that when they're working, that's their job, and and we really find that they do enjoy it, but they also enjoy their off time when they get to, you know, be in their person's backyard and and play fetch or whatever else they like to do.
0: Do they ever bond with other dogs during the training process, or are they kind of separate entirely that this is just what we're training them for, not other dogs involved?
1: Well, so we we have uh, usually between 13 and 15 dogs in the program at any given time. And we do have group classes, and usually after group classes, we let some of the dogs play. And we do find that some of them bond, you know, one dog will bond to a, a particular other dog. Um, and it, often we get dogs from the same litter, two or three puppies from the same litter, so they'll they'll grow up training together. Oh. And so, yeah, we, we do see that they are pretty bonded. Um, we do have clients that, you know, come to our events a year later and, the dogs will reconnect with, oh, with their litter cool. mates and things like that and yeah. and you can tell that they they recognize each other and and that's a lot of fun too okay
0: bridget before i let you go give us the website again
1: sure it's it's www.cpotr.org that's caninepartnersoftherockies.org
0: bridget thanks for coming on Allie, thank you for coming on over there at colorado children's hospital we appreciate that thank you Yeah, have a good holiday and thank you guys for listening. It's Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. We will be right back with more.